17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you.
good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being there on this beautiful Friday afternoon in old New Orleans. Oh, yeah, this is what we live for, right? A little fall weather, a little cool weather, some football this weekend. Yeah, we got it all together. Of course, a lot of people still struggling to get back after Hurricane Ida. Our hearts and prayers are with each and every one of you. And, of course, uh, all of us in some form or fashion are trying to get through this, right? Whether it be insurance adjusters, the uh, garbage is still sitting out in front of your home. Again, the repairs that have to be made to your home. Uh, you know, some people are really struggling at this point. I saw a, uh, I saw a news story last night on Fox 8 where they got people down on the bayou that, are, that, are, that have uh, been affected by Hurricane Ida that are living in tents. Living in tents. Can you believe that? And I talked a little bit about it on social media last night. Uh, in the United States of America, there is no reason why, again, any taxpaying citizen should be living in a tent, okay, uh, in the aftermath of a storm. Uh, FEMA, again, is in a situation where they're just a slow-moving governmental organization. And, uh, again, a lot of people believe that if something happens when it, when, in terms of a storm, that quickly we're going to uh, have the government there to be able to take care of it. Uh, again, we saw a lot of that in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina, even though it took a while. But, again, as I've mentioned so many times on this program, Katrina was different. Katrina was different because uh, Katrina was, again, right there in front of us. Uh, it was internationally televised. Uh, the people of the world saw what was happening in real time here in New Orleans. So the government had to act at that point. But, you know, we, we got a road home program. Uh, we got a situation where, again, the Corps of Engineers had to actually build a levee system to protect New Orleans. The pressure was on. But the problem is now with our society, with this microwave society that we have right now, uh, again, you know, from one disaster to the next, uh, it's quickly forgotten. And all you got to do is look at the people of Lake Charles and, 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 and also Lafayette, how they're still dealing with the aftermath of the storms from just a few years ago. So, again, it's very, very frustrating to be able to see that. My heart goes out to each and every one of those individuals because, again, it's hard to be able to lose everything that you've worked your entire life for and then to be stuck in a situation where, again, you have no home, have nowhere to go, and the best thing you can come up with is to be able to tent, have a tent in front of your, your property to really protect, again, the few things that maybe you were able to uh, be able to pick up out of the muck and mire, or in this case, Ida. So, again, please, let's not forget. Okay, and it's going to be a long road back for a lot of us. And let's hope that even though on a beautiful day like today where we're getting ready for a football weekend and we continue to remember those that are still suffering in the aftermath of Hurricane Ida. And, again, it's more than just, again, the power that we dealt with, again, with the, with the ineptness of energy and energy New Orleans. We're talking about those that, again, that lost everything because of a true hurricane. Uh, and hopefully we'll see some progress here within the next week or so. Uh, again, getting some housing. They're saying the portable housing may be, again, 30 to 60 to 90 days away. That's unacceptable not to have, again, portable housing here for those that have no place to live, whether it be a FEMA trailer, module homes, whatever it's going to be. Uh, after going through what we went through in Katrina 16 years ago, you would think FEMA would be more mobilized at this point to be able to get uh, the necessary um, uh, help that, that, again, people need in the aftermath of the storm. Unfortunately, that has not happened yet. You're listening to 106.1 Nash, uh, Nash Icon. Of course, uh, you can listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Uh, our Facebook page is Eric Asher. Of course, tonight on the award-winning Inside and Wallen Sports, Jeff Duncan joins me on, on the program from Fox 8 and NOLA.com. That's tonight at 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, WLAE TV 2. 
5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, and, of course, it's already up on our social media platform. So for those of you living out of town that may be checking out the, the show on the podcast, you can go right to the uh, social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. Also, again, the WLA-TV YouTube page has the program available for you as well. Mike Vazan of Hot Off the Bench Podcast, Vazan on Football Podcast, Vazan on Football Blog will join us in just a couple minutes. I uh, want to remind everybody about our good friends over at uh, the William Grant Family uh, Distillers. Uh, folks, I'm telling you right now, uh, a lot of folks are looking to be able to uh, you know, get out in the weekend and uh, maybe, again, enjoy a little football. Uh, some folks are needing to uh, but they're able to restock that liquor cabinet, uh, especially after, uh, uh, you know, again, uh, uh, the hurricane. Uh, maybe, again, you're going out for your first time since the hurricane and heading out to your favorite bar, your favorite restaurant, etc. Reach for a William Grant product. Henry's Gin, Malaga Tequila, Reka Vaca, Hot Spirits on the Market. Ask your favorite bartender. Ask your favorite uh, mixologist. Better yet, if you're going to one of our fine spirit stores, uh, one of the employees there would, will tell you all about William Grant and these fantastic products. All-star lineup with scotches, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Grand Splendid Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, also Monkey Shoulder. If you, if you love uh, uh, Irish Whiskey, we've got Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey for you, the second largest selling Irish Whiskey in all the world. And uh, don't forget also about a fistful of bourbon, bourbon whiskey, and Hudson bourbon, part of our bourbon portfolio. When it comes to rum, it's Florida Kanye Nicaraguan rum, as well as Sailor Jerry rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana a portion of those proceeds uh, go go to the uh, God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. Boy, do they need help now, right? Uh, active military, retired military members and their families can get help with your utility bills, insurance premiums, mortgage payments, rent, even necessary home repairs and living expenses. You can give directly by going to www.gotourtroops.org or, again, reach for a William Grant product, specifically reach for Sailor Jerry Rum. All right, again, a lot to talk about today. Uh, Saints getting ready to take on the Patriots. Uh, this is a big game, obviously, for the Saints going into the, going into uh, Foxborough, uh, especially after last week's debacle. Same can be said for LSU-Mississippi State after getting embarrassed by Mississippi State last year. Uh, this is a huge game for LSU, and again, it looks like uh, Stingley may not be available for the game on Saturday, 11 a.m. kickoff uh, for the Tigers. That's an early one. And, of course, Tulane comes home to take on UAB uh, in, in, a, in, a, in a, a game that, again, they're coming off that loss to Ole Miss, but hopefully it's been a game where, where again, Tulane fans, We'll go out in, in, in droves out to Yeoman and support this team. And without further ado, he's had a blog this week. He, I think he's had a column this week. Uh, I'm sorry, he's had a blog this week. He's had his, he's had his own uh, podcast this week. And, of course, he's done his podcast with celebrity chef Scott Craig, hot off the bench. Mike Vazan joins us on the program. Mike, how are you? Eric, my brother. Busy week, my man. Busy, busy. It has busy been a busy week for you. I mean, I'm turning around. I got you. Got your, you, you. You pulled the Fazan uh, on football uh, pod, a blog out of the uh, Podca- uh, yeah. out of the uh, was it the blog of the mothballs. podcast? The podcast out of out of the uh, mothballs, and of course, then you yep. did your deal with with Scott. So uh, tell the folks about where they can find it. Uh, the podcast is Fazan on football on the Anchor app, just like you. They can after they listen to your uh, podcast, they got a minute. They can just search for Fazano football in the window to pop right up and, uh, out of the bench, same thing. Just go to Spotify, Google, iTunes, wherever, and they can find us on the, uh, on one of those platforms as well. So, yeah, I mean, we're busy football season, yep. right? We, no it's doubt. been the heat of, heat, of, heat of the situation, my boy. No doubt. 
Uh, let's start off with the LSU Tigers. This is huge for the Tigers, considering what happened last last year with the embarrassment against Mississippi State. It was really kind of the first one of the first dominoes to fall. It was the first domino to fall on this team to be able to show that maybe they weren't the same team they were coming out of that 2019 championship game. Uh, losing Stingley is going to hurt uh, tremendously again, especially against the air raid offense of, of Mike Leach. Uh, but this is a team now they're back squarely against the wall after the loss to UCLA on the opener, and of course. Uh, for the fans, this is a revenge game. Normally, again, it's, uh, when you look at LSU fans in Mississippi State, it's kind of like a uh, maybe a little bit of a yawn. Not this year. Right. Uh, the the fans want to see uh, the, a little bit of payback for last year. No doubt, and I mean, um, they want to see. They, I don't know about I guess payback, but in a, in a sense, but they want to see LSU go back to being having a relationship with Mississippi State that they feel in their minds is appropriate, which is we dominate you. We are a four- and five-star recruit uh, program. You're a three-star recruit program. You, should, you shouldn't even be on the same field with LSU. That's how LSU fans feel. I don't know if, if they're 100% right, but, I mean, LSU talent-wise, it's just based on recruiting is – head and shoulders above a Mississippi State. So it should be. It should be when you get in top five classes and Mississippi State's lucky to be top 30, you should be able to dominate that opponent. So I think as much as people want revenge, they want uh, they want some uh, accommodation, accreditation, uh, atonement or something from LSU to start playing like they belong, like they're supposed to play in their, in their mind. Mike, I can't agree with you more. I mean, again, it was an embarrassing situation uh, last year. Uh, it was kind of the tail of the tape on what we saw unfold, except for maybe the final quarter of the season. And uh, based on what we saw against UCLA, look, you got to throw out now McNeese and, and, and Central Michigan. Okay, those were preseason games. You're getting into the right. SEC now, and most people believe that, again, this team is not up, up and ready for the SEC. This is really the first opportunity to be able to prove uh, that maybe you learned something from week one. But I tell you what, they had better prove they learned something. If Ogeron wants to keep his job, uh, he is definitely on the hot seat. If they lose a Mississippi first of all, if they lose the SEC opener for the second year in a row to Mississippi State for the second year in a row, I mean, I can't tell you when the last time they lost to Mississippi State two years in a row, much less the SEC opener. That puts Ogeron squarely, squarely on the hottest of hot seats. And I'm not talking about end-of-the-year termination. I'm talking mid-season, you're gone, less mile style. If they lose this game, uh, I wouldn't be shocked. I said it after the Central Michigan game, but I wouldn't be shocked if they pulled the trigger on on it and just went ahead and, and, and Scott Woodward went ahead and got uh, went to his list of names and started searching. Because, Eric, it's too late. If you wait to the end of the season to fire somebody, it's too late, at least for this recruiting year. But since signing day is in December. <laughs> so I don't know. What do you do I guess, with a potentially really good class this year in Louisiana? I mean, it would be tough. But it's on Ogeron to get his team ready to play. I don't want to hear my assistants didn't do the job, my coordinators didn't do the job. This is squarely on Ogeron's shoulders. It becomes a much tougher situation if ultimately Stingley is out and cannot play. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, uh, from what I understand, the scuttlebutt, the rumors, is that he heard it in practice. Uh, again, same thing as in fall practice, same injury. I don't know what the injury is, but when he when he played against UCLA, he, he didn't look to me like he was injured. I mean, I know he kind of he did a Oleg tackle on that wide receiver that that he allowed to get into the end zone, but other than that, he came up and, and made some nice tackles early in the game, and of course he was in good coverage for most of the game except for that. Well, he made that defining three. tackle again, that where, where ultimately Andre Anthony picks up the fumble and, and then goes yeah, in for the touchdown. He, he came in I mean, that set the tone for the game. Well, well, yeah, but yeah, that was last week. So I'm talking about the UCLA game where he was injured. Oh, okay. He even practiced a lot during fall camp. And then uh, suddenly he shows up against UCLA, and I thought he looked like his old self. Uh, So I don't know what the injury is, uh, but it's going to be tough. I mean, they get McLaughlin back, but he's not Stingley. Not even close. No, but, you know, it may be – Maybe something that, I don't know, is not 100% uh, the worst thing that could happen because maybe LSU will play more zone now, not rely on, on Stingley and Ricks locking up man-to-man because that's where they get crushed. I mean, yeah, Stingley and Ricks lock in man-to-man, air covered, but here you come with the crossing routes, <laughs> and here you come with, with mismatches on the other position. So, they, you know, Mississippi State, sends more than two receivers out for a pass on every play. Five. So they LSU's defense has to accommodate for that. You gotta play you gotta mix up zone and man. You can't just go straight man, which is what Bo Pelini did last season. And uh it was completely uh embarrassing to the L S U program to be just r- coming off the one of the the greatest, if not the greatest college football season in history and then you open up the very next season the very first game and you get embarrassed on national television as the defending champs uh that was pretty bad and they they can't let that happen again they can't i mean jobs are on the line eric i really believe that no there has to be are you kidding me i mean there's just no other way around it yeah. The big question mark, again, outside of being able to handle the air raid offense on the defensive side of the ball is, again, the problems with the offensive line. We, we, again, yeah. you talked about Max Johnson last week with the RPO game, getting the tempo up. All that seemed to work against Central Michigan. How does that now, again, uh, equate to going into an SEC-type game instead of, again, a, a kind of a preseason tune-up against an FCS team? Well, I think um, I hope Jake Peets realizes now that they're not just – they can't – just come in and hope to do like a power running attack against an inferior defensive line and an inferior opponent, wear them down, and then and then you know uh, pull pull away in the fourth quarter. I mean that's not going to happen. They don't have that kind of attack. They don't have that kind of running back or offensive line. So I think Pete has realized if you look at the Central Michigan game, uh, they're just going to have to spread them out, RPO, uh, zone read. Uh, things of that nature, and uh, keep Mississippi State's defense off balance that way. And, uh, you know, Kiner had a good game last week. We'll see. Step up in competition. Um, what I think uh, the other running back, Omani or whatever his name is, is coming one, back yes. this weekend. I don't know mm-hmm. what happened to Trey Bradford. I thought he was supposed to be eligible, but he didn't play last week. They definitely need a third guy. 
Uh, I know Ty Davis Price is still playing, but mm, you know, he just seems so. It just seems so hard for him uh, when he doesn't have those big holes to run through. Right. He's and John Henry did practice this week. He practiced this week, and of course, we know that there's some litigation Henry? going on well, uh, with within the NCAA to try to get him back on the on the roster. Well, I mean, if they can get him eligible, that'd be a huge lift, a huge lift, because Ty Davis Price needs a hole to get through. I mean, once he gets ahead of steam rolling, mm-hmm. he's tough to take down in the in the secondary. But he ha- he hasn't been able to do that this year, not even against M- M- McNeese or Central Michigan. So, um, much less an SEC defense, which is middle of the road at best, Mississippi State. So, I mean, it's going to be a big question, especially with the offensive line. You got to get rid of the ball quick. You better have a game plan and get the ball out of Max Johnson's hands mm-hmm. in a hurry. I agree, and 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 it, I think look, you can talk. Oh, it's the first game of the SEC play. It's a must win. This oh, team has to win. make up for what happened against UCLA, and more importantly, they got to make up for what happened last year. And look, I mean, look for better or for worse, people say LSU fans are spoiled. I, I, I had. I had a person on Facebook tell me LSU should be happy. They're an eight, nine win program a year. I'm like, wait, what? They just won a national championship two years ago. But some people other than LSU fans had that opinion of LSU's program. Uh, I mean, I think you're, you go to the second loss. I mean, since Nick Saban, LSU's faithful is like, no, we compete for national championships every year. That's just the way it is. At the very least, New Year's Day bowls in a down year. I mean, that's how it should be. And for better or for worse, that's how the LSU faithful feel. And, I mean, you drop your second loss before October, and <laughs> you're out of any kind of, you know, mathematical or whatever. You're out of any kind of consideration of winning any kind of going to any playoff or going to New Year's Day bowl or whatever. Because you know you you start to lose interest of the play the players start to get distracted. It's hard to keep them focused that they don't really have anything to play for as far as a championship. So it's a big game. I, I mean, don't don't uh, don't be uh, you know. It's definitely a big game. Right. Don't underestimate the, again. The, no, 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 no. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Don't underestimate how big Don't it is. Don't what this yeah. game means. Now, again, to, to, from, from Ogeron all the way down, no doubt about it. Mike, hang in there. When we come you back, we're going to talk some Saint. Go ahead, I'm sorry? You can't be Mississippi State's B-word. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> you can't. Uh, you lose two in a row to Mississippi State. You, Mike Leach is your daddy, and you're there. So what? So you can't do it. You can't do it. Nope. Cannot happen. Mike Vazan of Hot Off the Bench Podcast. Vazan on Football uh, Podcast is with us. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. AC breaks down. They're there for you. You need, again, your heating system uh, serviced, especially those on the North Shore who may be using it during this little cool snap that we have. And, of course, whether it's electrical needs or, again, your generator needs service, maybe you need a generator for your home. Burkhardt can do it all. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Nate certified technicians, the highest certification in the industry, only doing the work that's necessary. Truly a company can trust. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. Marty McFly Mornings, the best country for the North Shore all day. And the conversations New Orleans are having every afternoon happens on 1061 Nash Icon. 
and online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Hitting speed bumps in your hiring process? Streamline your route to Hired with Indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in the same place. Find your next great hired and visit Indeed.com slash credit. The left lane is blocked on 10 eastbound at the City Park Metairie Road exit due to a stalled vehicle. So delays are going to be heavy on 10 eastbound from the airport to City Park. And then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past the Legion Fields to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are going to be heavy from Legion Fields to just before Bonneville. And be mindful that on the area on 10 westbound between the City Park Metairie Road exit and the Bonneville exit is closed as of this time due to an accident. Also be mindful of delays that are steady on the 610 on the westbound side from St. Bernard to Canal Boulevard. And look out for delays that are heavy if you're traveling west eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Graystoval Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Graystoval Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. 
serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays. That's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Welcome back to the William Grant family. It's still is Friday extravaganza. Reach for William Grant product. Henry's Jim, Malago Tequila, Ray Kavaka. About that all-star lineup of Scotch's Glenfiddich Scotts Whiskey, the Balvini Scotts Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotts Whiskey. If you love Irish Whiskey, we got Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Of course, uh, Mon- Monkey Shoulder is also part of our Scotch lineup along with our um, uh, lineup of, uh, of whiskeys. Uh, good, fantastic bourbons for you. Fistful of bourbon and, and also Hudson bourbon. Uh, Florida Kanye Nicaraguan rum and also Sailor Jerry rum, all part of the portfolio of William Grant. Mike Vazana, Fought Off the Bench podcast. Vazana Football Podcast our guest. Mike Saints embarrassed last week uh, oh. by the uh, Carolina Panthers, 26-7, the most inept offensive performance in the history of the, uh, of the Sean Payton era. 128 yards total offense, six first downs. Uh, just, a, again, a putrid effort by the offense. Offensive line, uh, which again was uh, outmanned, outschemed, and uh, and of course the offensive uh, side of the ball outcoached. Um, yeah. On the defensive side, the defensive line played much better in the, in the second half. But again, that's after two Carolina linemen go out, uh, and all of a sudden again the, the Saints start playing a little bit better. Uh, it was one that uh, I mentioned on 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 social media this week. A lot of times you burn the tape, right? You watch it one time, you burn it. To me, no, you hold on to that tape. Uh, and you make sure that, again, this offensive line realizes how bad they played, and, and again, that's not something you forget. Uh, Saints were down a lot of coaches, like eight coaches last week. Also, again, a, uh, a tremendous amount of players who uh, are, are instrumental in this team being, again, a top echelon team also were injured. The injury report this week looks a lot better, uh, and, but yet, again, they, they're not going to have Ryan Nielsen, uh, uh, the uh, defensive line coach, also defensive line assistant Brian Young, run game coordinator, tight ends coach Dan Rosher, all out because of COVID-19 protocols. So the COVID-19 yeah. situation continues within the Saints coaching staff, and they will yeah. not have those those coaches on the sidelines on Sunday. They head up to New England, uh, and they take on Bill Belichick. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, they got a lot going on. I mean, hopefully they, they get the COVID, the rash of COVID patients, uh, infections, all out of the way early in the season. I mean, you do – between being vaccinated and developing immunity from catch from having COVID, they should be okay after this wave. I mean, let's keep our fingers crossed. But uh, also the the, uh, the game last week, I had a feeling that I mean, the, the, first of all, the Saints came out flat. They were missing all those coaches and all those players. They did not prepare for Carolina's defense, obviously. Because you can just tell. I mean, Sean went over it. You went over it. Cesar Ruiz and other guys are blocking air. Air. I mean, consecutive plays. Not just, oh, look at this play. Look, he's not even blocking anybody. I mean, down after down. uh, Carolina's defensive coordinator had them so befuddled and confused. They didn't know where, who was coming from where. And uh, that's not good. Because uh, Carolina's young and hungry. I watched them last night, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Christian McCaffrey went out. Now, listen, Houston's bad, but they're not as horrible as people think they are. They have, they actually have talent. Uh, last night, you lose 
Christian McCaffrey and you think Carolina season's over. No, the defense just came out even more ferocious. And uh, that's a good, young, hungry defense with a lot of speed on the off the edges and in the in the deep in the front seven as well as the back defensive backfield for Carolina. So you got to be ready. And Peyton wasn't ready. I mean, it's funny, you know. Coach O says after the UCLA game, I wish I'd have prepared my guys for this game better. And then Peyton says after the Carolina game, you know, I got to do a better job of getting my team ready to play. That's they're basically saying the same thing. They didn't get them ready to play. And you beat a team 10 out of 11 times. You just crushed Green Bay, the MVP, the team that was in the championship game two consecutive seasons, primed to make another run. You beat them by 30, and you got a team that you practically own over the last few years. It's probably human nature to take them a little bit lightly. And for Sean Payton to say, I'll just use the same game plan I always use on them because it's worked 10 out of 11 times. But then you throw in all the other factors, beginning. you throw in the fact that you had Dad Jameis on top of him getting pressured. And, um, you know, that's what you get. You get, a, you get your butts beat, and that's what happened. Mike, I agree. I mean, again, it's something that uh, uh, that I think should resonate with this team going forward. Uh, you can blame it on injuries. There's no doubt, again, this team with, again, the loss of quality depth in the offseason uh, is hurting uh, when, when you go to the second um, uh, string because they're not seasoned veterans as we've seen in the past. Uh, yeah. But there's no excuse for the offensive line. I'm sorry. None. With communication issues. Um, I mean, I went back and watched the game. Mike, you heard me this week. I mean, so many times guys are just blocking air, uh, looking at each other, yeah. totally, again, yeah. misreading the uh, where the blitz is coming from. Um, yeah. I think Brian Baldinger did did a breakdown on one of the blitzes where they blitz the same blitz three straight times. You can't do that uh, between De La Salle and Jesuit, much less between the uh, Carolina Panthers and the New Orleans Saints. Are you kidding me? Wait, I mean, if you're the worst offensive line in the league, three straight plays, they could they think of themselves as the best offensive line in the league. They consider themselves, if you ask them man for man, oh, no, we're the best offensive line in the league. Really? And that's what you're doing? You don't you, – you, yeah, they had absolutely no clue. I'm going to tell you, Carolina is, again, they extremely well coached. I mean, look, from Joe Brady to, to, to their defensive coordinator, those mm-hmm. guys, both those guys will be head coaches soon. And, and, um, and, and uh, shoot, the head coach, Rule, Matt Rule is an excellent yep. coach. So don't, Carolina's not going anywhere. Uh, they're going to be around. And so you consider yourself the best offensive line in football, then you come out and you handle your business. No, we don't have coaches. We don't need you coaches. We got you back. We got you. All right? We're going to take care of this on the field. Instead, they look like a bunch of lost little puppies out there uh, looking for their mama's mini for lunchtime. Because, I mean, they were just randomly, aimlessly roaming around, like scratching their head. Like, what the hell's going on? They didn't know what was happening. So, bad, man. And then they get a shot of them on the on the bench, and they just sitting there like nothing's going on. So, I, it's a lot of – you know, I think they also – they came out flat, too, plus you add that mm-hmm. on to it, and all of a sudden you're in a rout. And that's what happened, man. Oh, yeah, it was I mean, a domino was, effect. 
crowded. It was. Once, yeah. the, line didn't, once yeah. the line didn't play up to its standards, you couldn't get the running game going five yards, right. okay, of running. Come on. And then on top of that, the, the pressure that was put on Jameis Winston, as, as the Carolina Panthers uh, predicted, they felt they could put pressure on Jameis, and he was, yep. he was going to, again, fold with the pressure, something we've seen in his time in Tampa Bay, something we hope we wouldn't see here. And, and then ultimately, again, the two interceptions. Look, I said it all week long. Take the sack. Throw the ball away. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Ball, the ball is precious. You can't turn the ball over, Jameis Winston. Maybe Breeze could have gotten away with that because he's going to come back and he's going to be able to put a dagger in you in the, in the next drive and, and maybe go for a touchdown or a score. But, again, this offense under Jameis is not there yet. So he's got to protect the ball at all costs, and he didn't do it on Sunday. Well, listen, listen, all of that, as bad as it was, if he just throws the ball away, on the first interception, they got a shot mm-hmm. at a long field goal. They do. And then remember, they, they passed up a field goal when they were lost, they went for it on fourth down and missed. So let's say you kick those two field goals, and then you get this defense improved second half, you're in the ball game. You're in the ball game, you're 17-13. Instead of being, instead of being 17-7, and you're really it's not even that close. So, I mean, little things like that, Winston has to learn. And listen, I know people are like he needs to take. It's going to take him time, but Saints don't have time. This is not a training program. This, you're right. a veteran. I mean, Saints thought you were going to just ease on in. Look, you've seen all the NFL defenses. You were just going to ease on in and not be Drew Brees, but be a a better version of yourself because you were a better team that you were with. And um, if Winston keeps this up and down stock market type performances. You know, we talk about, well, he had five or four different offensive coordinators or head coaches his first five seasons because maybe it wasn't their fault. Maybe it was his fault that they had to keep changing coordinators. So, you know, coach killer type of player. But um, we shall see. The leash will be short on him, again, as far as turnovers go. Look, it's one game. Maybe they can flush it, get it out of the system. Come back against New England. It would be a great. Uh, measuring stick to go to Foxborough and perform like you think you can perform against uh, a Bill Belichick coach defense. And I know the offensive line has to be chomping at the bit yep. to uh, to be trying to get back on that field and prove mm-hmm. that last week was indeed a fluke. I mean, this is not us. You know what I mean? Right. So, well, Mike, let me so say this. It, it may be football. one game. But it's a division game, and it's a conference game, and that's yeah. again, that's enough. That's a half a loss more, right? So again, so now, you got to work that much harder to overcome that loss within the division yeah. and the conference. You know, again, if you're yeah. going to lay an egg, I'd rather lay an egg against New England this week than again yeah, within the conference and the division. Yeah, you're, you're so right. A loss to the AF, to an AFC team and a win to an AFC team means a little. The only thing it means in what your final record is, uh, if you are. Eleven and six, and another team is ten and seven. Okay, because you beat that AFC team, but it is no no bearing on tiebreakers or division crown if you're in a tie or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, it's like last on the list of tiebreakers. 
Yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's to me, again, you can't let those type, of team, those type of games pass. Let me throw out the injury report quick for those that are just tuning in. Eric McCoy did not participate today because of the calf. Calvin Throck, Throckmorton uh, is, has a knee injury. He was limited participation. Peyton Turner, defensive end, elbow injury, limited participation. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, knee, limited participation. Uh, Passigno was a full participant with a calf. Marshawn Lattimore, hand injury, limited participation. Pete Werner, uh, hamstring, limited participation. P.J. Williams, back, limited participation. Mike, I'm hoping that that limited participation is just a situation <laughs> where, okay, we got the scheme in. There's no reason this is a walkthrough day today. There's no reason for those guys to be on the field. Let them rest up, heal up, and be ready for Sunday. Because, again, we don't need another mash unit on Sunday where we find out right. half the team is, is, uh, is sitting out because of injury. Yeah, I mean, like like um, I think last Sunday was there were a, a few game day game time decisions. Absolutely, you don't want, you don't want to be losing half your team on game at the game day. Limited participation. I don't know what that means, but at least they participated. At least they weren't out. So, I mean, I guess that's encouraging. But I mean, like you know, LSU Stingley's a very questionable. What the hell is <laughs> what very a- questionable? I mean, he's either questionable or doubtful. What? Very questionable. Oh, that means. <laughs> well, you saw my response to you on on yeah, social media. Yeah. What, what I think I that mean, means. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're 100 percent right too. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see, Big E. Hopefully, yep, no doubt. Limited participations with just guys on the men, and they'll be good for Sunday. I agree with you. Hang in there, Mike. Let's grab a quick break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family distillers Friday extravaganza. Don't forget, if you're in the market for a generator, Burkhart has you covered. That's right. Generator sales and service, they're the experts. First of all, if you've used that generator over 100 hours, and if again, if you use the generator during, during Ida, you use it over 100 hours. You've got to get it serviced by a professional. Get that all changed. Get it tuned up. Get it ready for, again, the next opportunity you have to have when the power goes out to utilize that generator. Also, when it comes to generators, if you're looking for a generator for your home or your business single day installs Burkhardt will come out sit down with you do a consultation find out what you're looking for in terms of generator to power up your home or your business because remember there are different types of generators uh, on, on, on for, for your home and your business based on again how much you want to power up that home or business when the power goes out also they'll do they'll put you on the ca- on the calendar do a single day install uh, you're worried about the cost? Financing is available generators. You can pay that over time. New install quality check up to one month. Burkhart does that for everything that they install for their customers. It's part of their customer service package. Also, 24-7, 365 emergency service. Your generator goes down. You call Burkhart. They're out there. We've got a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need. No excuses. They get you up and running. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Generator Sales and Service. They're the experts. acpromise.com. acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. 
If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana as all of us in New Orleans continue on the road to recovery, Diamonds Direct is proud to help, and we've only just begun. Through September, we're donating a portion of proceeds from all local purchases to benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force, Second Harvest Food Bank, and our Employee Relief Fund. We're also offering to waive all finance fees for a limited time. Choose any jewelry item or engagement ring and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Visit us on Severn Avenue or DiamondsDirect.com for more info. New Orleans, we're not going to let Ida slow us down, and we're proud to stand by you during these challenging times. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. From Hot Off the Bench podcast, the Fazan on Football podcast, Mike Fazan is our guest. Mike, big weekend for Tulane coming off again, a drubbing from Ole Miss. I thought that, again, they would play them a much tougher game, maybe even upset. Uh, Ole Miss made this uh, one, one of those games that, uh, you know, one of those, um, uh, you got to take notice of me. Uh, a really kind of a signature game for them. Uh, also, again, a Heisman uh, game uh, for, for, for Matt Corral. Uh, they, they, again, absolutely uh, uh, outmanned, outphysicaled, outplayed, outspeed, you name it. They did it to Tulane. And, of course, finally calling off the dogs in the fourth quarter. But nevertheless, Tulane has a lot to be proud of based on, again, what they've done thus far this season and, and a chance to be able to rebound at home with their first game against UAB on, on tomorrow evening. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful night in New Orleans. Hopefully, again, fans will get out there and support this team uh, out at Yeoman. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's it should be a great – I mean, Tulane finally get to have a, home, a real home game and in the confines of the – of the campus stadium and all that good stuff. And it's UAB, a team that talk about re- revenge factor. Uh, you know, Tulane lost to UAB, I think last season. I'm pretty sure after a big win, uh, which, you know, made me on one of my rants about here we go again. 
Tulane, just when you think they're about to cross that threshold, they, they do something like this. So this is a revenge game for Tulane. And on this game is, look, it is what it is, man. You got your butt beat. You thought you were better than you actually are against a higher competition, a higher level of competition. And Lane Kiffin is going to do that to everybody. He's going to put 40 on Alabama. The problem with him is he's going to give up 50 or 60 because they have no defense. But, you know, you can't get in a shooting match with Ole Miss. And, and what I thought uh, Tulane did in the second half was they trying to – it's the middle of the third quarter. This game's getting out of hand. Slow the ball. You're not coming back. Start playing more ball control. Try to run some clock and get the hell out of there and come home. Lick your wounds and get ready for UAB because all you're doing is you're stopping the clock on every end completion. <laughs> you're just giving – Ole Miss the ball back, and they had absolutely no answer for Ole Miss's offense. None. Ole Miss did to Tulane what I thought Oklahoma was going to do, and uh, but but Oklahoma, you know, it was you know Oklahoma got into a big lead, but then they they kind of fell asleep. That wasn't going to happen last week. Lane Kiffin is ruthless. He's going to stomp his foot on your neck and keep going, you know, and keep uh, and keep going, and. Um, and he's such a good offense. I don't know. How does Ole Miss get to be so great offensively in the second season of a coach? And you're still looking for – you still got questions you're answering. Here's LSU's in their sixth year with, with with their coach. So, I don't know. It's just frustrating. But um, I think I think Tulane is going to play really well tomorrow. I think they want to get that stink off of them from last week and come out and, and, and really, really play well at home and – against UAB. Yeah, so do I. I mean, again, uh, look, it's an opportunity for them to prove that, uh, you know, that they're, they're one of the top teams in the American, uh, that, again, maybe they, they can't compete with a uh, with, with an SEC team. Uh, maybe, again, they, they were, weren't as over, the, over their heads with, a, with, again, a team like Oklahoma, which is, again, the top echelon team in, in week one. Uh, but this is, a, this is a game, if you're Tulane, you have to win. Okay, you no have doubt. to take the next step in the program, you have to win. and, and yeah, hopefully that's to. going to happen. Look, the, everything's going their way. They're coming home. Um, uh, hopefully, again, people are going to be excited about having to be able a chance to be able to see these guys in person. It's not like Yeoman is, is the Superdome in terms of right. again uh, packing that place. And as I mentioned on social media yesterday, you know this is on the students and the alumni. Okay, they're the ones that got to step up first and fill Yeoman. Then the casual New Orleans sports fan who, again, is maybe looking for a, maybe a possibility to go see a ball game on a Saturday night or a Saturday afternoon to go to Yeoman. Uh, because, again, the Tulane diehard fans, they're going to be there. They've been there forever. The problem yeah. is, Mike, as we know, because we grew up in, in really in the heyday of, of again, Tulane, um, uh, you know, hey, fandom, uh, where the, a lot of those fans have, have, have died off. They just generations yeah. of fans have not been cultivated by Tulane, and we were seeing the end game of that now. Uh, but hopefully, with Fritz building this program back, you'll start to see more people paying attention and, and going out and supporting Tulane. Oh, no doubt. I mean, we. When we were going to Tulane games in the 70s, the people that were attending those games would fill up Yeoman, would be overflowing, be standing room all. Exactly. Uh, uh, but like you said, Eric, that that's 40 years ago, 40 plus years ago. So right. You got to you got to capture today's fan, and with everything else going on, now, there were no games on TV Saturday nights when we were kids. Mm-hmm. If you want to see a game, you went to Tulane, uh, to a Tulane game or an LSU game. I mean, they had the ABC game of the week, 
You know, maybe one or two. If you were lucky, they had a double header. That was it. It was ESPN. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's so many choices now for the viewer, for the, for the entertainment dollar. If you're right. not coming out there and putting on uh, something worth taking your kids to, to you know, night at, it's going to be a beautiful night. I mean, what? it's going to be a perfect setting. I mean, if you can't draw that, then I mean, it's, there's problems. That's just you just gotta you just gotta get you gotta get over that. You gotta get past yeah, that. No doubt, Mike. Tell the folks about the podcast. Let them know uh, about um, um, again uh, how folks can follow you on social media, and then quickly because I got about a minute and a half. Let the folks know I got you about your picks this week: Saints, Tulane, and LSU. All right, um, hot off the bench with Scott Craig, Billy Hilly, and myself uh, for the Animal Football Podcast blog. Uh, the podcast of mine, you can catch on Anchor or Spotify. It's better to catch it on Spotify because I had some music buffers and saw and things. I don't know if you can hear it if it's not mm-hmm. on Spotify because you got it's a licensing deal or whatever. But um, gotcha. how about the benches on iTunes or Google? They're also on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can catch us on that. And then um, my picks, I got Tulane. I got the homers. I'm doing homers. I think Tulane's going to win. I think LSU's going to show up and play and show out, really. And I think the Saints will go to Foxborough, and uh, they want to atone for that last that debacle last week. So I got all three. I got, got the trifecta. Got the trifecta. That's it, my boy. There you go. At Michael Vazan on Facebook, uh, also Twitter, Twitter as well. Yeah. Always, always a pleasure, Mike. We appreciate you always. joining us each and every week. Always fun, my brother. See you next time. Mike Vazan, Hot Off the Bench Podcast, Vazan on Football Podcast with us weekly right here on the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. We'll be right back. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike, did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man, you know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. 
Now more than ever, driving political change has enough challenges. Reaching the right voters to get elected shouldn't be one of them. Hi, I'm Rachel Adams, Regional Digital Sales Manager, and our team is here to help you reach the exact voters you need in your district or even the whole state. Contact me today at nolacumuluscares.com and let us help you get elected and make real political change for Louisiana. That's nolacumuluscares.com or call me directly at 504-432-0043. All right, folks, thanks to Mike Fazan for joining us on the program each and every uh, Friday in the uh, 4 o'clock hour. You're listening to the William Grant Family Stillers Friday Extravaganza. Very thankful for William Grant being our title sponsor of our Friday program. Remember about our sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slide to the sponsors. Sponsor our program. Click on their icon. Uh, all those sponsors are open with the exception of Katie's, which hopes to be open uh, at some point maybe within the next two weeks. And then uh, the TikTok Cafe will open on Tuesday. Uh, at the latest on Wednesday. So good good, good news for those two um, restaurants as well. In the second hour, we'll talk some Zion Williamson. We'll talk about the Cantrell trash pickup situation and more. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. The William Grant family still is Friday extravaganza. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Stick around. Serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you.
gunner party. I like the gunner party, baby. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. It is the Wayne Grant family distillers Friday Extravaganza. 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Got the privilege of bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Remember the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Take the show mobile with you. You can take it anywhere with you. Again, those fantastic apps. Also, Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base, but we're on all the major podcasting platforms. So check out the show at your leisure. Also, uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports Tonight features Jeff Duncan of NOLA.com and Fox 8 Sports. Uh, tonight, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Uh, tomorrow morning and Saturday morning, 2 a.m. on the Deuce, WLA-TV2, and then 5 p.m. Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. Already up on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, the WLA-TV YouTube page where it's always available for you, and, of course, shortly it'll be up at ericasher.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. All right, uh, Today is the William Grant family distillers fry extravaganza. We invite you to partake in a William Grant product. And believe me, after everything we've been going through, we all need a little William Grant product out there. Henry's Gin, Malago, Tequila, Reka Vodka. Uh, hey, don't ask me. I'll tell you, but I'll tell you about how great those spirits are. Ask your favorite mixologist. Ask, uh, again, your uh, uh, your favorite clerk at your, uh, at your favorite spirit store. Especially, again, those... Um, uh, Spirit stores where, you know, they're, they're handing a lot of volume. you got folks that really know, again, a lot about spirits uh, that you can get in. And, and you can tell about, you can tell, again, they're educated uh, and have a great background in spirits, like a lot of our mixologists do here in the city as well. Uh, they'll tell you all about these great William Grant products, including, again, a Scotch lineup that is second to none. Glenn Fittick Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, as well as Monkey Shoulder, uh, all part of, again, the Scotch portfolio of William Grant. Also, uh, tell them more do Irish whiskey. If you love Irish whiskey, boy, we got a fantastic Irish whiskey for you. Tell them more do is the second largest Irish whiskey uh, in in all the world uh, in terms of sell. Uh, also, uh, our rum category portfolio includes Sailor Jerry rum and also Florida kind of Nicaraguan rum. If you buy a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum, it'll help take care of, again, active military and retired military Louisiana uh, uh, members and, and also their families. Uh, again, through the Got Foundation, uh, www.gotourtroops.org, especially now. Living expenses, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premiums, necessary home repairs. Yep, they're there. They're there for, again, those who have served in the military, continue to serve, and their families, especially now coming off, again, uh, uh, Hurricane Ida and everything that we're dealing with here in South Louisiana. Uh, it's a great way to be able to give back to, again, the, those that have served for us in the military. Uh, reach for, again, bottle of Silla Jerry Rum or 
give to the uh, give to the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. And of course, if you love bourbon like I love bourbon, fistful of bourbon, uh, and, and also don't forget about Hudson Bourbon, part of the portfolio of William Grant. All right, uh, a lot to talk about in, in this second hour. It's just going to be you and I. Uh, wanted to get in a, a few things. Normally, I would get a a, uh, a guest in the second hour, and then we'd have uh, someone from William Grant. We hope to be able to pick up with the William Grant um, ambassadors and George Laureata next week. Look, George, look, I love George to death, and, and he's never going to say anything about it. But uh, George, like a lot of people that lived in Luling, uh, they got crushed. I mean, they got literally got crushed by Ida. And I, I've never seen someone, uh, and because I've been through it before. I mean, again, most of us, okay? I mean, anybody that lived in St. Bernard Parish, uh, in the Ninth Ward, parts of the city of New Orleans, again, in the aftermath of Katrina with the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, when you lose everything, okay, we had water over our roof. My wife and I were talking about it yesterday because a friend of hers ended up losing everything in Laplace. And, you know, again, it's just, it's heartbreaking. I mean, you don't, you don't know where to turn in a lot of cases because, again, what's your next move going to be? For me, it was we went to Louisiana campground for four months. We didn't have a home to come back to. I didn't have a job to come back to at that time. We didn't know if, again, the radio station, the old 690 was going to be up or not. Again, so there's a lot of limbo. A lot of people's lives are like that right now. You know, George Laureana has taken such a positive uh, 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 uh outlook on this whole situation with everything that's happened to his home uh and uh, he just keeps on trucking he keeps reminding me that again the uh, that those that that, that uh, are, are in the military uh in our country and the sacrifices that they make and they, they're they're living in tents they're they're in the toughest conditions in the world and if that's the case again he has no issues dealing with his uh with his plight but again nevertheless it's rough. It's rough for a lot of people that are in the river parishes, those that lived, that lived in Bayou Country, uh, again, because of, again, the aftermath of Hurricane Ida. And hopefully, again, we'll see some sense of normalcy for, for those individuals. And every one of us has been touched by Ida. But, uh, again, uh, hopefully George will be able to return with us next week. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Pelicans because the Pelicans start um, their uh, training camp on Monday. I want to specifically talk about Zion Williamson uh, because things are not looking good for Zion right now and, and, and his future with New Orleans. I'm going to get into that. Also, again, uh, Mayor Cantrell announced yesterday that she's putting she's getting $20 million. Uh, she's going to put up $20 million of city funds. You'll have the garbage picked up around the city. We'll talk about that as well as we go forward on today's program. Uh, and uh, just my thoughts on, again, how we got here and, and, and what's the situation now. Plus, again, we'll, we'll continue to touch on what happened with what's going on with the Saints, uh, LSU, and, and also Tulane, especially the Saints and, uh, and LSU, who I think, again, have their backs against the wall, and these are must-win games. The fact that, again, the Saints got embarrassed on the offensive side of the ball last week, uh, the, you know, again, from and this is an organizational uh, failure. Uh, this goes from, again, as much as we can talk about how great they were in Green Bay, uh, against Green Bay and Jacksonville, again, uh, the organization checking out, again, the, the temperature and the humidity and what's, uh, what is um, uh, the, uh, the, the record of Aaron Rodgers in Florida and how tough it is to be able to get to, 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 to um, Jacksonville from Green Bay. They did all the right things. Okay, but again, uh, something went awry. There was a COVID-19 outbreak. Now, again, the rumor is that again, some coaches went to a strip club in Dallas and they brought that over the facility. If that's the case, I mentioned last week, again, that is selfish. And if that, that is the case, 
Uh, again, ultimately, they need to be fined and possibly, again, fired down the line here because, uh, again, the, the cost was, was, was horrific in terms of, again, when you're looking at only having 17 shots uh, in a season and you lose one simply because of, again, certain people felt the, the, the need to be able to go out and recreate instead of being, keeping their nose to the grindstone in an NFL season. Uh, the, the injuries did not help the New Orleans Saints. There's no doubt about it. There were some game-time decisions that ultimately went the other way, which, again, they turned the tide against Carolina. Look, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I think the Saints, I watched Carolina the whole game last night. I'm not impressed. Yes, the defense is better. Yes, they are a much better team with Christian McCaffrey. Sam Darnold looks like, again, he's a much better player under Joe Brady. I uh, felt like if he ever got out of New York that he would be a much better player. I kind of liked him for the Saints, but didn't think that it would be a chance to be able to get him. But it is what it is. Uh, at this point, in terms of Carolina, they've got a half a game up on the Saints. Saints are going to have to be able to uh, come into the Dome uh, later on the season and avenge that loss. But it was an embarrassing loss. And it was an embarrassing loss from the coaching staff to the players and all the way down. So, again, hopefully this team goes in, into Foxborough and, and goes in there, well, again, as a desperate team. I think I read a stat the other day. I think Peyton said this, and I hope I'm quoting this correctly. Belichick is 118-7. and seven. When, 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 they, when they are able to make the opposing team turn the ball over at Foxborough, which means they got to take care of the football this week, which means that good Jameis has to show up and not bad Jameis. That was one of the things that really frustrated me about last week's game was all this talk about being able to take care of the football, make the right decisions, and the first time that, again, pressure comes, and I'm talking real pressure, where you don't have time to throw the football. It was unlike anything we've seen with that offensive line in a long, long time in terms of, again, how bad they were. But Jameis did not take care of the football, didn't take the sack, didn't throw the ball away, instead reverted back to bad Jameis. He saw the film all week this week. I'm sure the offensive line saw the film all week this week. And hopefully, again, they're going to come in and they're going to play better, better football. They're going to play Saints football going forward. But, uh, again, for all you folks that were out there that were saying, you know, Drew Brees has got to go, Drew Brees can't do it anymore, uh, remember, I told you you would rue the day. What happened last week is a prime example of that. Okay, that team doesn't play like that on, on, on against Carolina if Drew Brees is the quarterback. That offensive line is not going to make the mistakes they make if Drew Brees is quarterback. Uh, the ball's getting out quicker if Drew Brees is quarterback. So all those reasons why, again, I told you that you would miss Drew Brees when he's gone, just the little things, okay, that a lot of people took for granted. You saw them in last week. Now, hopefully, that's going to be a situation where it's a last-week thing and we won't see that going forward. And this team will, again, take a hard look at that tape and realize that, again, that they've got to come to play each and every week, and especially those that, that, are, that are coming up in backup roles. Look, it's hard to learn on the job in the NFL, uh, but these players have to step up. The, the, the depth, the veteran depth they had last year is not there anymore. So a lot of young players have to grow up in a hurry. Some have, some have done that. Adebo was one. Look, Debo might have got burned a bit last week, okay, but he was in the same area code every single play. And D.J. Moore is a savvy wide receiver in the NFL. So, again, I got no issue with the way the kid played. I thought he played as well as, he, as, as could be expected, especially with everything that's going on. This week, again, with everything that's going on with, um, with, the, uh, with uh, the Saints, uh, still being displaced, still dealing now with the now uh, uh, multiple coaches that, that, are, that are not going to be available for them, uh, on Sunday, uh, be, be because of uh, because of the COVID nineteen outbreak, uh, this is a situation where you got to hope uh, that the Saints have learned something from from the week before, and uh, that we'll see a we'll see the Saints team uh, be able to rebound with a win. LSU 
It's plain and simple. You've got to beat Mississippi State. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Mike Leach embarrassed this university last year. He embarrassed the football program last year. He put record-setting numbers against the defense last year. Okay, There are so many reasons why you can count why this game means something for LSU. In the past, you kind of yawned when it came to Mississippi State. LSU's going to beat Mississippi State. Maybe there's once in a while Mississippi State comes up and bites you, but for the most part, LSU's going to dominate Mississippi State. This is one where you've got to go in and get it. You've got to be able to, again, uh, exercise the ghosts of last year and to be able to prove that, again, last year was an anomaly. Uh, hopefully that's going to happen. It's going to be a little bit tougher, again, with Derek Stingley Jr. out of the game, much like he was last year because you know they're going to be throwing the football all over the, uh, all over the field. The crossing routes killed this team last year uh, when, it, when, it, when it came to um, uh, being able to defend. And offensively, this is a bad offensive line. You're going up against an SEC line this week. How are they? they going to fare? Can they open up holes for the running game? Can they protect Max Johnson to the point that he can get the ball out uh, to, again, some quality receivers, although in some cases, young receivers? Uh, this is a litmus test for this team. And this is also, again, a must win for their coach. He's got to be, be able to reinstill, again, the confidence that Ed Rogeron has this team going in the right direction for the fan base and for the athletic director. Uh, you cannot go into this game after winning two preseason games against inferior teams after getting, again, embarrassed by UCLA out west and then drop one to, to, to Mississippi State this week. Uh, this is a must-win for the program. It's a must-win for Ed Ogeron, and it's a must-win for the psyche of, of again, uh, the LSU fans to think that they have a shot this year. Hopefully they turn it around. For Tulane, again, look, you flush what happened last week against, against Ole Miss. You, got, you went up against a team that was better than you, that, again, had, had something to prove. It was one of those games where, again, they were, they were letting everybody know that they were, it was a coming-out party for them in terms of them being a, a, a nationally-ranked team. Uh, their, their quarterback, Matt Carell, it was his Heisman game, uh, one that, again, you can put up there when, when you're looking to tally all the votes for the Heisman game. And at this point, again, you look at the conditions, everything that went down went down for Tulane in terms of being displaced, and you just say, okay, look, you got beat by a better team last week. This is a game where, again, you should be able to compete against your opponent. You're coming home. Uh, uh, you're fairly healthy. Of course, you're going to lose Williams, I think, for a half, if I'm not mistaken, because of the targeting penalty. But yet, for the most part, your defense is intact. Offensively, again, Pratt is a hell of a quarterback, and you have weapons. Now, let's see you go out there and execute the game plan against UAB. Uh, uh, th and this will go a long way And again, proving that, that Tulane uh, has an opportunity to be able to really compete uh, in the American Athletic Conference. And, and hopefully that's going to happen. And look, as I mentioned before, hopefully we're going to see a situation where uh, the fans will show up. Uh, this team is deserving of an opportunity to play bef before, again, a, a real crowd and not a crowd like they've seen uh, up in Birmingham. Uh, uh, and, and let's hope that, again, Tulane uh, will be able to get not just their fan base, their students, their alumni, the, the Tulane fans, but, again, the, the New Orleans fans to get out there uh, and, and enjoy the game on Saturday. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We'll shift gears. We'll talk a little about uh, the Pelicans, uh, specifically Zion Williamson. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we'll finish up and we'll talk a little bit about what's happening with, uh, with, with Mayor Cantrell. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. It's the William Grant Family Stillers Friday Extravaganza. Don't go anywhere. Hey, I'm Carly Pierce. 
The quickest way for the economy to recover, for businesses to return, for concerts and theaters to reopen, for generations of families to reunite, for children to play freely with other children, is for everyone to get the vaccine. It is America's best shot. 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. An accident still working that's blocking the right lane on 10 westbound at the City Park Metairie Road exit that delays heavy on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to the City Park Metairie Road exit. Also keep in mind of delays that are heavy on 10 eastbound from just past the airport to the City Park Metairie Road exit. And be mindful of an accident that's blocking the left lane on 10 eastbound at the City Park Metairie Road exit. Also look out for delays that pick back up on 10 eastbound from Orleans to the high rise. Be mindful of delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Look out for delays westbound on the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street.
Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Again, I was talking, telling you all week long about my situation with Southern Tire. Went out, got brand new tires at Southern Tire right before we left uh, for the evacuation over for uh, Hurricane Ida heading up to Nashville. Uh, first of all, again, I'm happy that they were open. Look, a lot of a lot of places were closed, right? Uh, Southern Tire stayed open as long as they could to be able to help their uh, their customers. Uh, then, of course, folks, uh, as when we got back. Uh, as a lot of us are dealing with now, so many people, again, with um, uh, debris on the roads, uh, nails, uh, all kind of stuff. And, of course, again, it's, it's very, very difficult uh, to, be able to, to be able to see that, right? Uh, so, sure enough, brand new tires or not, ended up with a flat. Uh, call, called my friends at Southern Tire, got the vehicle over there, was talking to, to my good friend Tony Piazza. And, and again, he was telling me, e? he goes, look around. He goes, there's nothing but, but, but uh, cars here, again, of people who have flat tires. So, again, you're going to deal with it. Don't get frustrated. Don't get upset by it. Uh, just call my friends at Southern Tire. You bring in the Southern Tire, they'll take a good hard look at the tire. If they can repair the tire, they're going to repair the tire for you. If ultimately they can't, again, there's a larger selection of tire in the, in the metropolitan area. Be able to make sure that, again, you get something uh, that will fit your budget. And financing is available. So, again, if you're looking to be able to finance that over time, you can. Also, ASE certified technicians uh, that can handle anything that has to do with your vehicle. Same diagnostic equipment that you get at the dealership, you get over at Southern Tire. And, of course, at Southern Tire, again, uh, uh, they're going to treat your, uh, your vehicle like their own. Uh, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Uh, again, they've been around since 1972, as I've been saying for a long, long time, especially in the city of New Orleans. You don't stick around since 1972 unless you're treating your uh, customers right. Uh, again, you got problems with your vehicle? I want you to think about my good friends over at Southern Tire, Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Uh, don't forget also, again, this today's the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza, uh, asking you to reach for a William Grant product. Uh, again, whether, again, you're trying to refill that liquor cabinet, maybe you're heading out to your favorite spirit store. Uh, whatever the situation is, uh, make sure you reach for a William Grant product. Also, I want to, do, do, to mention a couple things uh, before we jump into some more content. Well, as I mentioned, I was talking to my good friend Mike Delahousse uh, uh, yesterday. A lot of folks are wondering what's happening with the TikTok Cafe because they have not been open. And Mike's open, you know, 24-7, 65. Uh, he's a guy that, again, uh, rarely closes except, again, for, uh, for holidays for his, uh, for his employees. And, uh, you know, in typical, um, in typical Mike uh, uh, fashion, uh, Mike uh, is taking care of his employees and, and again, is hopeful to be open uh, by, uh, uh, by Tuesday. So, again, those of you that uh, uh, have traditionally uh, uh, gone over to the TikTok Cafe to grab a, a bite to eat, uh, you'll be able to do that, hopefully, again, starting on, on, on Tuesday. All right, um, let's talk a little bit about, uh, I want to get into a couple things uh, before we get out of here this afternoon. And one of the things is the New Orleans Pelicans and Zion Williamson. Uh, get training camp starting next week. Uh, and the Pels are, at a, in my opinion, at a, at a true cross crossroads within the organization. Uh, the revelation, revelation that we got this week when, when it comes to Christian Clark's article in the Times-Picayune that David Griffin and Zion Williamson don't speak is, is very, very troublesome, okay? Uh, I, I never knew that, okay? And I'm sure that some people within the organization knew it. I'm sure some media members knew it, but didn't, but didn't divulge that. The fact that the, the, the organization chose to, again, cover up his hamstring injury, 
uh, in the bubble a couple of years ago at the behest of, again, the, the, the Williamson family is astonishing, okay? And you say, why? Okay, well, first of all, if he's hurt, why cover it up? You know, why give the family that much power and then lie to the fan base as well? You know, then we were told it was a family medical emergency, okay? It was farthest thing from that. The truth is, as we all suspected was, Zion was fat. He was out of shape when he came to the bubble. Then he had to try to play himself in the shape, and it just didn't work out. Ended up getting the hamstring injury. Same thing happened when he came to training camp last year. Again, fat, out of shape, having to, again, uh, work himself in the shape. Clark described Zion and, of course, his hate for these burst minutes, right? Okay, and that's the burst minutes. You're gonna, you come in, you're, you can only play for so many minutes, and then they're pulling you out. That, again, that's the way that the training staff and the medical staff handled his rookie season, and Zion didn't like it. Look, I'll say right now, he's not the only one. Okay, go back in, go back in your mind's eye. Go back to, to the podcast back then. I was ripping him even then. Aaron Nelson is said to be one of the, one of the greatest trainers in the history of, uh, of the NBA, but I wasn't happy or satisfied, by, again, by what was going on, the way they were handling uh, Zion Williamson. And obviously now we know he wasn't either. Uh, the NBA couldn't have been happy because they had him so on almost uh, so many nationally televised broadcasts, and there was no Zion Williamson there, okay? Um, when, when you look at the baby steps they took with Zion, uh, you know, was it was right or wrong? Obviously, again, it, it created a crater between Zion and the organization that has not been, uh, that has not been uh, bridged as of yet. Uh, but Zion keeping himself in shape is a Zion problem, okay? That is a Zion Williamson problem, okay? It is now being widely reported that he did not work out with his teammates in Vegas when they got together during the summer league to, to get together and, and work out. He did not go to Nashville when Nikhil Alexander-Walker brought everybody together in Nashville to work out with his team, okay? Despite being the face of the franchise, and let's face it, the expected leader of this team in year three. His reason? Unknown. We're going to find out a lot Monday on what was his reasoning on, on, again, not joining his teammates when he faces the media on Monday on media day. Zion, to me, has a responsibility. Number one, come into camp in shape. Number two, as I talked about, his season ended last, last year. I didn't give Zion a pass here, okay, when, when the athletic article came out and everybody was boo-hooing over Zion getting ready to leave. No, I said it like it was, okay? Zion is a one-dimensional player. Okay, he had to come in in shape and he has to have to worked on his game in the offseason. He is a player that has not expanded his game since Duke. I'll go as far as to say he hasn't expanded his game since the AAU days. Okay, he can score inside. Okay, and, and when, when you look at Ed Zion and his ability to score inside, he can score inside with the best of them. There's no doubt about that. Okay, uh, he has no outside shot, he has no mid range shot. He's not a double-digit rebounder, and as I've said all along, anybody's played the game at any level, I don't care what level you played on, okay, from bitty basketball to, again, the NBA. You know what, what rebounding is about? Rebounding is about effort, effort. Defense is about effort, effort. Zion should be a double-double guy every single night. He's lost on the defensive end. He's got no clue on defensive concepts, man-to-man concepts on the NBA level. And by now, he should be much further along on the defensive side of the ball. As gifted of an athlete that Zion is, he's a one-dimensional player in the NBA. He's also lazy, okay? By year three, 
once-in-generational talents have expanded their games. Look at the great ones. They got into the gym every offseason. Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. I mean, I can go down the line. You can even talk about players of today, Kevin Durant. Players go into the gym, they go into the lab in the offseason, and they get better at what they're not good at. We haven't seen that from Zion. Maybe we see it this camp. Maybe, again, he comes in and he's a different player. Thus far, the first two years, he's come in fat and out of shape and he's done nothing to expand his game. He, hate, he wants to win, right? That's all I keep hearing out of Zion. I want to win. He hates losing. But what has he done to make his team better? So far, nothing. Nothing that can wow you, okay, other than his dunks. Yes, he can wow everybody with his dunks. He's got that quick second jump. His athleticism for a man his size is off the charts. But as a teammate, not so much. Okay, not so much. So the question is where the Pelicans go from here. Okay? His family doesn't seem to like New Orleans or the organization. He's not talking to the vice president of basketball operations, the boss, David Griffin. Nor has he shown the willingness to expand his game or take a leadership role on the team that, again, is supposedly his team, the Pelicans. He's rumored to be the first rookie to be able to turn down a maximum deal, okay, turn down a maximum extension. Sure, the Pelicans can retain him by matching any offer if he's a restricted free agent, but is it in the best interest of the Pelicans if Zion has no interest in, in, in doing what it takes to expand his game and play in New Orleans to try to be able to go that far? And that's the question now, okay, at this point. Okay, if the rumors are out there, there's got where there's smoke, there's fire, ladies and gentlemen, and that's the way it is. So if ultimately he doesn't want to be here, his family doesn't want to be here, he doesn't want to expand his game, okay, as a pro, he doesn't want to do what it takes to get himself in shape so this team can win, well, then you're kind of beating your head against the proverbial wall here. Now to David Griffin. Look, he's a charlatan. That has been proven over the last few years, okay? He talks a good game, but again, doesn't back it up. At this point, how can anybody in New Orleans take him seriously? Okay, he's lost the confidence of the fan base based on, again, what he said and not, 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 not delivered, and also because of his bad personnel moves. One has to question, should he be the one to make the decision on the future of Williamson in New Orleans? And I'm going to say it right now, at this point, no way, no how, okay? Should it be Griff or Zion? Look, I'm not sure if, if, if Griff was to be fired, that Zion would now embrace the franchise, Okay. Uh, even if they were trying to appease him by getting rid of Griffin. I, at this point, he looks like a guy that maybe just wants out of New Orleans, okay? Period, the end. And then there's this huge roll of the dice that happened this offseason, hiring Willie Green, a rookie head coach, trying to what? Appease, what? Zion Williamson. No, Again, knowing that, again, the NBA is not a place to do on-the-job training when it comes to a rookie head coach. Look. They hired Green, hoping he could relate to Zion. It's a Powerball move, ladies and gentlemen, okay? Maybe they hit the jackpot, but the odds are against it, against it. Here's another thing that was really troubling. Zion, at the end of the season, and we talked about this, right? He quoted the definition of insanity at at his end of the season press uh, exit interview. Knowing the disconnect now between him and the organization that we didn't really know until it was described by, by again, Christian Clark's article in NOLA.com this week, maybe his references to coming back were, were, were toward the Pelicans and his frustration with David Griffin and the organization and not just his frustration with Stan Van Gundy. Maybe that was, the, again, the issue was bigger than just Stan Van Gundy. Stan Van Gundy was the easy scapegoat here. 
Maybe, again, the divide is so big between Zion, the organization, and David Griffin that it's something that cannot be patched up. And maybe that's what he was referring to when he was talking about coming back and, and, and doing the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. To me, when you talk about Zion, Zion the player, Zion the young man, he has not earned the right to influence the organizational decisions because he's done nothing to expand his game as a player or a leader. He's a 20-year-old kid who, in my opinion, feels entitled because he was the first overall pick, the hype train that has followed him since the AAU ball, but what has he done in the NBA? Honestly, what has he done? You could give me all the, again, the, uh, all the stats, uh, we could talk about all the, um, uh, you know, a lot, you know, all those uh, those um, expanded stats, analytics. You could do all that. Does it turn into wins and losses? Is he a double double guy every night? Is he a guy that's leading this team? Is he a leader? Come on, come on. I mean, honestly, he come if he comes in. I'm gonna tell you right now. Here's the tail of the tape as we look toward the next week. If Zion comes into camp out of shape, with no expansion in the off season. I'm telling you right now, the Pelicans should start exploring a trade because the handwriting's on the wall. The Pelicans have to be in control, unlike what they were with Anthony Davis. Okay? When, when they got to be in control of this situation with Zion. Okay? Where he plays, okay, and, and, and trying to get as much as they can for him before he comes a cancer like AD did in the final two years in New Orleans. Look, it's a possibility, right? Zion may be rich enough to walk away from the max deal. But on the flip side, in terms of the organization, the Pelicans have to be savvy enough when to fold them when it comes to Zion in a Pelicans uniform. And we're going to find out a hell of a lot when it, when it comes to uh, this upcoming week. Okay? This is not a keep Griff or Zion if this situation doesn't improve quickly for both Griff and Zion, okay, and, and a need for a change of scenery. We've got to look what's in the best interest of the Pelicans, New Orleans, and the fan base. And, of course, if that means ultimately Griff's got to go, then Griff's got to go. If that means ultimately they got to part ways with Zion, then they got to part ways with Zion. Okay? But you can't allow Zion to hold this franchise hostage. And at the same time, you can't allow Griff to continue to make bad moves on top of bad moves and then using this draft capital that we got for Anthony Davis to be able to, again, make up for the mistakes that he made in the past. That's not the way it was supposed to be. Let's look at it just across the, the, the building, okay, across the compound. And let's look at it from a Saints perspective. The Saints don't put up a, a, with prima donna players, and neither should the Pels. Sean Payton, in his time here in New Orleans, has set up a roadmap for organizations against success. Now, I've said before, you can't run an NBA franchise like an NFL team. But there are principles of consistent winning uh, organization has, okay? And those principles remain the same. Peyton has captured those principles on the Saints side. When it comes to the Pels, the Pels, David Griffin, Zion Williamson, they're at a crossroads. And making the right decision this year, this year, before, again, you're forced into making a decision, is paramount for the future of the organization. Let's hope, again, the right decision is made. Let's hope that Zion comes in shape that he becomes a leader, that he has a, becomes a, a multidimensional player, and he embraces New Orleans. But if he doesn't, don't let the door hit him on the ass on the way out. Period. The end. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about what's going on with the city trash situation in Latoya Cantrell. $20 million now to be able to get the trash off the streets. We'll discuss that. 
Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Yes, it's the weekend, but Burkhardt is working. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Whether it's electrical needs, your generator, maybe, again, you're looking for your air conditioning to be uh, to be uh, repaired, or, again, maybe your heater needs to be um, cleaned before you start utilizing that over, again, the cooler nights on the North Shore. Burkhardt can do it all for you. A trustworthy company that's a family-owned and operated business since 1989. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opera. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Marketing your business on social media these days can be a real challenge. Knowing the difference between a boost and a post or a click and a like can make your head swim. Plus the time and attention you lose from, you know, actually running your business. But don't worry, Cumulus Media is here to help. Our turnkey social media marketing options help you reach more than 1.1 million active users in the metro area on Facebook and Instagram and turn them into your customers. Contact us today to get started at NolaCumulusCares at Cumulus.com and ask about our Plus 20 special. A deeper connection with water can change your life. And that's what the home's first smart water network does. It turns your everyday routine into a customized experience. Moen, fill the baby's bottle. And it can stop a catastrophic leak with a simple 
Water designs our life. Who designs for water? The water. Moen. Taco Bell presents a get-out-of-bed-time story. It's time to wake up from this amazing dream. Even though you're jet-skiing on lemonade, how extreme! And oh, look at that, you just won the lottery. <gasps> Is that a castle? Take the keys, it's your property. What's better than swimming in space? Just wait for the big reveal. It's Taco Bell breakfast and it's actually real. So it's time to wake up and bid your dreams farewell. Because toasted breakfast burritos are waiting for you. Only at Taco Bell. Participating Taco Bell locations near you during breakfast hours only. It is the Wave Man family. It's still a Friday extravaganza. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for tuning in. Remember, uh, 99% of our sponsors are open and ready for business. Uh, easiest way to find out about those sponsors is go to ericasher.com. There's a slideshow that sponsors sponsor our program. Click on the icon, uh, and you'll find out all you need to know about those particular sponsors. It'll take you right to their website. Uh, again, please continue to support the sponsor, sponsor this program. Thank you so much for doing so. All right. Um, a lot has been going on in terms of the trash situation in New Orleans. Look, there's trash everywhere in, in terms of the metropolitan area and the aftermath of Ida, okay? But, again, this is a situation in New Orleans uh, that, again, with the lack of trash pickup, uh, that was an issue long before Ida uh, even hit the coastline. Um, now, again, with, after the mayor, uh, again, not paying attention to this, this, uh, this vital situation, uh, which, again, is unhealthy, uh, unsanitary. Uh, now it's turned in, in, into a full-blown crisis uh, in, in the city. Uh, now she is proposing $20 million uh, to be able to get rid of the rotting garbage on the streets in New Orleans, okay? Uh, that's the mayor's next move, okay? She did nothing when, when Metro uh, wasn't able to keep up with the trash pickup before Ida. Now you look at the hurricane, the power outage, and how it exasperated the, the situation. She has asked citizens to bring their own rotting garbage to a now a broken-down transfer station. I mean, literally, open up a transfer station. Within two days, it's broken down, and you've got citizens lined up down Elysian Fields with garbage in the back of their trunks and in the back of their tailgates, uh, in the back of their trucks, try, trying to be able to get this dra- trash uh, uh, away from their homes, and they can't even get it done there. Okay, so that, that was a bust. Um, now she's, her answer is hiring four more contractors to go along with her quote-unquote Mardi Gras-style cleanup plan. Ignoring the situation from its outset is now going to cost taxpayers $20 million to get the trash off the streets. $20 million. See, that's the mayor's way, and, and Landrew did it, and so did Nagin. So, again, it's not a situation where this is just uh, Cantrell doing this. When a mayor calls an emergency situation, you do not have to be able to go out and, 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 and have contractors vie for, for, for the job. Okay, uh, there, there's not a situation where they're putting up a proposal and you gotta, you got to take the lowest proposal, etc. No, it's emergency funds and you can pay anybody what you want and you don't have to go out there and get a request for proposal. That's one of the keys here, folks. Maybe she can fool FEMA into believing this is a hurricane garbage issue, but I doubt it. FEMA's smarter than that. They can read, the, uh, again, the, uh, the, the newspaper. They can read, go back online and see what's going on. She's using the narrative that this is an Ida problem. And again, not a, not, not a mayoral administrative problem. Good luck with that one, okay? She claims she's taking action. That was her big, her big thing last night on the news. I'm taking action. Here's the problem. It's six weeks too late. You can see this coming a mile away, ladies and gentlemen, okay? 
The mayor will deflect. This is her. This is her. This is her mo. Every, everything that goes on. Okay. That again. That she can't get a handle on. First she deflects. Then she tries to change the narrative. She's always betting on you, the citizen, you, the voter, are going to have a short memory. Then if the political winds get a little too hot out there, she'll react, and normally it's too late, and then it's very, very expensive for taxpayers, i.e., $20 million to get the garbage off the streets now because she didn't do something when, when, again, she knew Metro was faltering and couldn't get the job done. She allowed that to fester, and here we are now. It's been the theme of her administration, ready, fire, aim. And that's been since day one. Then on the other side, the best the council can do is suspend the $24 trash pickup fee for a month. Please, seriously. Here's the problem. City contractors like Metro, Metro okay, Services, also even Energy, okay, so it's not just, again, minority contractors. It's all contractors, okay? They have to pay to play. If those contracts were forbidden to, co- to contribute to the campaigns of the mayor and the council members, then the mayor and the council members would not, council members would not be beholden to the hand that feeds their campaign coffers, okay? Were you surprised when you read over the last week that, again, that garbage contractors have never been fined by the city? Ladies and gentlemen, let me reiterate. It's the New Orleans way. Okay, city contractors pay to play, and then elected officials turn a blind eye at them not performing up to the standards that have been put forth in the contract that they signed. As I've mentioned on social media, okay, you don't believe me? This is a place where elected judges take campaign contributions from lawyers. Talk about a, talk about a, a conflict of interest? Seriously. Okay, so the lawyer that's going to stand before a judge with his client, his him and his and his um, his law firm gave money to that particular judge so that judge could get reelected. You don't think that's a conflict of interest? No more of a conflict of interest than energy giving money to those that are on the utility committee or other city council members or to the mayor or again Metro Services or Rich or any other uh, contractor, whether it be minority or majority contractor, giving money to again members of the council or members uh, or, or the mayor and their campaign con- and their campaign funds. It is a conflict of interest and should never happen. City contractors should be forbidden to be able to give any money. Uh, to, to, again, those that are in office, or, again, those that are running for office. The whole system is broken, but we as people are too apathetic to demand change. And that's even coming after a situation like we're dealing with right now. Heck, what happened after Katrina, okay, where, again, the largest man-made disaster in this country almost crushed and, 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 and killed our city, and we're still trying to be able to dig out of it today 16 years later. We're still not back. But, man, after what's happened within the last few weeks, powerless in the sweltering heat and humidity, as garbage rots in front of your homes and you're still not motivated to be able to get out there and make change? I hope you realize that one way or another that the taxpayers of this city are going to be paying that $20 million, okay, for the ineptness of Metro and the unwillingness of Mayor Cantrell to act six weeks ago, not, not six minutes ago. Ladies and gentlemen, We reap what we sow and who we vote into office. And the beat goes on in New Orleans. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. You're listening to the William Grant family that still is Friday extravaganza. 
Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. AC breaks down. Heater needs 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 uh, uh, cleaning. Or again, your generator needs uh, needs to be uh, 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 serviced. Think Burkhardt. ACPromise.com. That's ACPromise.com. We'll be right back. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory & Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Ah, so At Hannah's Organic Honey, business may be sweet, but they need an e-commerce queen bee to lead the hive. Okay, these jars are going to Jakarta. Oh, wait a minute. Does that say Jackson? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Schedule virtual interviews and talk to candidates right from your employer dashboard. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. I need tech that can make me as productive in my home office as I am at my office office. It's possible with Staples Connect. How about a PC that'll help me get the most out of my day and my budget? Staples Connect makes it possible with the tools you need to work from anywhere. And now get up to $200 off select PCs like the Lenovo IdeaPad 5i with Intel i5 processor. Explore what's new at your local Staples or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Ends 1017. In-store only. Limit 2. As all of us in New Orleans continue on the road to recovery, Diamonds Direct is proud to help, and we've only just begun. Through September, we're donating a portion of proceeds from all local purchases to benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force, Second Harvest Food Bank, and our Employee Relief Fund. We're also offering to waive all finance fees for a limited time. Choose any jewelry item or engagement ring and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Visit us on Severn Avenue or DiamondsDirect.com for more info. New Orleans, we're not going to let Ida slow us down, and we're proud to stand by you during these challenging times.
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family. It still is Friday extravaganza. We ask you to reach for a William Grant product. Again, um, Henry's Gym, Lago Tequila, Reka Vodka. Also, again, all-star lineup of Scotches, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, the Grand. Uh, Scotch whiskey, the Valvini Scotch whiskey. Don't forget about Monkey Shoulder. Uh, Florida Kanye Nicaraguan rum, as well as Sailor Jerry rum. Uh, also, uh, Tullamore Dew Iris whiskey, as well as a Fistful of Bourbon uh, bourbon whiskey and Hudson Bourbon whiskey, all part of the portfolio of William Grant. I want to thank our fantastic sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slash to the sponsor sponsor our program. Please consider uh, uh, supporting those sponsors. Uh, once you click on the icon, I'll tell you all you need to know about the sponsor. It'll take you right to their website. Also, again, uh, uh, don't forget, uh, I want to thank uh, Mike Vazan as well as Rudy Dixon back at studio uh, producing. Uh, Jeff Duncan joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. And coming up next, it is uh, the 27th year of the original Countdown show, 6 p.m. at Francesca by Katie's with Les East and Jude Young on Haynes Academy night. Coach Ken Dorsey will be there. The original takes over at 7 with Ken Trahan. Live reports from over uh, 45 games around the state, interviews, winning coaches, analysis. Uh, from around the state, the best scoreboard in the state at CrestedySports.com. The best pro f- football coverage in the state from 6 a.m. to midnight, oh, 6 p.m. to midnight, right here on 106.1 FM. Thanks so much for tuning in, New Orleans. Have a wonderful weekend. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. Anytime, anywhere. Smart.